I was like, man, if I take another bite, I'm about to throw all this yeah, up. Yeah, but you know what, too, is like, although like you did eat some junk food, but for the most part, you were still eating. And you were trying clean. to gain weight. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people, and that's actually an even better example, is people trying to gain weight out there that just eat anything and they're right. like, calories are calories. Right. No, yeah. they're not, right? You can't tell me that a donut is going to sit inside your body better or just as equal as the same amount of calories right. coming from sweet right. potatoes and broccoli and whatever right. it is, right? And there, there's just no way. So, so this is what happened. So we we were at my nephew's uh, uh, his first birthday party, and obviously, you know, obviously that's that's why we had the cake. And so we're we're driving back, and we were kicking it with with my brother and my sister in law for for a while. We were playing cards against humanity, and Love that game. like we were drinking. We had you know probably like I don't even know how much wine. But uh, <laughs> that's had too much, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I wasn't even I wasn't even drunk or buzzed for that matter. Um, and I mean, she wasn't she wasn't drunk either. But like, she was just like fucking with me, like the whole way home, right? Like, Steph. Yeah. And like, I don't know, just like messing with like the lights, like fucking with shit on the on the on the dashboard. Um, you know, like mess messing with me. And, uh, and I was like, yo, like I'm trying to drive. And it was actually like, fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like messing me up and like, you know, uh, I kind of lost a little bit. I was like, yo, like chill out. And she kept, and I mean, like, as soon as I said that too, I was like, yo, can you please stop? And I said that a couple of times and it was like, you know, it, it just made it even like, you know what I mean? She started going even harder. So I was like, all right, well, Damn, I don't know if I'd be able to handle that. I, shit, I know. I was like, man, like, you know, what do I, what do I do? So, uh, I slammed on the brakes <laughs> and she, <laughs> yo, it was like, <laughs> right? like the, the seatbelt caught her. Um, and, uh, and she had, uh, she had a plate of, so we took some cake and we took some other shit. And, uh, like the first time it didn't like nothing happened. Right. She kind of lost it, but uh, like the foil came off a little bit, but nothing really happened. And, uh, and then, uh, I did it again. Cause she kept on like fucking with shit. Right. Gotta learn your so, lesson, girl. Yeah. so I slammed on the brakes again. <laughs> <laughs> this time, this time the cake spilled out. Right. And it, and it went like, uh, it went like on her feet a little bit. And then like a little bit was, was on her purse and um and she just got pissed she got pissed off at me right and she's like what the fuck this and that right and uh it got it got on her purse she got like a she got this black leather louboutin purse and uh and she was like you ruined my purse this and that and i was like ruined your purse there's frosting on the outside and it's leather and it's like she was like yeah she was like yeah you owe me thirty five hundred dollars for a new purse i was like bullshit (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna get some lysol wipes and wipe that shit off and you can get a new purse so then i was like and then like she's just i mean she's just pissed off right so she takes what's left of the cake and fucking like flings it across like at and just it goes right by my face and hits the window I was like, I was like, what Wait, the so, fuck? So are you? hold up, you're driving right now. Though. Driving. 
uh, driving. What kind of road? This was on the freeway. This was on 520, bro. <laughs> yeah, this it was on 520 going from uh, Mercer Island to uh, to Bellevue. Oh, this is stressing me out, bro. And uh, and I was like, yo, like, what the fuck are you tripping about? Right. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so she's like, you just like you just slammed on the brakes and I just slammed into the windshield. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, the, you did not slam into the windshield. I was like, there's a little bit of cake. on. Most of it is on my car. So yeah, if yeah. anything, I should be pissed off at myself. <laughs> and like a little bit got on your purse and you're saying it's ruined. I was like, man, you're just being super dramatic right now. And uh, and then like I'm like, okay, well, so she, she flings a piece of cake and it like flies right by my face and hits my window and then like lands on my arm, right? So I was like, all right, you know, I'm just going to let it go. My my first instinct, my initial instinct was to grab that piece of fucking cake yeah. and smash smash it just all in her face, right? And yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. And she does it again with uh, another piece of cake. And this time I just grabbed the cake. I was like, oh, hell no. Bang. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yes. She was up like this, like hit her in the nose and like all in her mouth and just started smearing her face with cake. And, uh, I mean, it was just like, I mean, it was a free for all after that, you know, we were just having just a full blown food fight in the car, just us with with some cake. I mean, we turned dude, two pieces of cake. That was two pieces of cake in there. Not even that big. And it just destroyed my whole car frost. I mean, frosting everywhere. So now I got to get my whole shit detailed, which I mean, I had to anyway, cause the dog fucked my shit up. So Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not tripping, but it was like, and then she just wow. got hella pissed off after that. And, uh, I mean, I was, I was irritated too, you know, yeah, but yeah. you know, obviously that was, you know, it turned into some stupid, but. Okay. So you're driving all the cakes gone. It's everywhere. Then what? Like, I mean, did you guys have just like a moment of silence and then you guys are cool or like. No, she went and took a shower. She was in there for like 15 minutes washing that shit out of her hair, bro. I gave her dreadlocks. I mean, like, did was- the- <laughs> Did the did the cake fight like resolve it and make you guys cool again or something? Oh yeah, like we were like we were laughing, laughing about it, it okay, cool. like during it, but yeah. it I think I think more for like her, it was one of those like laughs like motherfucker, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing right now. You're like I'm, licking I'm, your fingers. I'm pissed chilling, off like, right now, right? Oh, that's crazy. And uh Yeah, so then we get in the house and like, you know, she just she's being all quiet and then like goes and takes a shower and like, I'm not doing it right in front of her, but, like, you know, I'm kind of, like, laughing about the whole thing. And then, like, and that's actually the first time that I saw her purse was uh, was when we were in the house. And I was just like, wow, she said I ruined her purse. And there was, like, a smear of frosting <laughs> on it. Like, was this fucking purse made by Jesus or yeah. what? Like, $3,500 for some leather? Like, that's Get crazy. Yeah. That it is pain. crazy. Fuck all that. Yeah. But, yeah. that then, on a wallet or something? Yeah. But, no, we woke up and it was, you know, it was all good. There's no... There's no beef or yeah, nothing. That's I funny. just, yeah, I'm just not driving my car right now. I'm waiting to get that bitch yeah, detail. Yeah, yeah, That was crazy. That is hella funny, bro. Yeah. And then she tried, yeah, and then she tried to say that I started. I was like, hell no, I didn't yeah. start that. Like, you know? Um, I would have done but the same thing. But I, I was like, look, like, you got to understand that I'm the little brother of my family. So I don't care how fucking immature it is, I'm going to retaliate. Oh, yeah. Like, you 100%. know what I'm saying? I'm going to win too. Always got to like, have the last sure, word, bro. Like, on my, on my, uh, on my side, there was, you know, there was a little bit of cake here and I had it like all over my face because, yeah, yeah. you know, she was, you know, she was putting her hands all in my face. But like where she was, oh my God, there was cake all over the That's place because I was just destroying her yeah. with cake. So I won that one. I'm undefeated right now That's in the good. cake fight. I'm the same way, man. Little brother's always got to have the last word, last swing. All right, let's get on to the actual podcast now.
Let's do hey, it. Story time, man. Yo, that concert I went to last night was insane. Yeah, what the fuck was that? I saw like uh, some. Ra- it's Rage Against the Machine, but uh, that girl was raging. Dude, like she was crazy. Yeah, but so Chuck D from Public Enemy and then Be Real from Cypress Hill are in the band, and they do like a super group. So it's like Rage Against the Machine, Cypress Hill songs. Dude, like that guy on guitar is fucking insane. Yo, he took out. Check this out. He's playing his guitar right for his guitar solo where he's just like ripping on it, you know. He takes out the cord, like the power cord from the electric thing, hits the foot pedal to make a beat, and starts playing it into his hand. But like the aux, you know when you push an aux cord yeah, on or something yeah, that yeah. makes that noise? He did a full fucking guitar solo like that, like on his hand. It looked like a harmonica because he was just going like this, and everybody's like, what the fuck? But it sounded great. So some of the songs you listen to by Raging the Machine, this is what he's doing. One song, he takes his ring. Dude, they had a DJ, right? The DJ goes like, does like his beat, and then he's listening to it. He's facing the other way, and then he matches the beat with two rings on his guitar strings. So he's like, dude, like, guy's insane. He did one with his teeth. He did one with one hand. He did fucking, he had the volume, like, uh, adjuster, and he was playing with his hand and, like, doing beats on the, dude, the guitar player was insane. Like, Damn. filthy. That's Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, yeah. I, I there mean, was a lot of weed being smoked to too. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> and bet. that shit made it like crazy. But and 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 that lady was obviously on some other shit. Yeah, <laughs> she did that for hours. Yeah, I think she was. <laughs> yeah, she was on something. <laughs> she did that for hours, bro. I promise you. She did that for hours. Dude, like, for hours. Man, she probably like, got dude, a, she such did a it headache all the way, today. Yeah, dude, she did it through like the the opening uh, artist and then went into the Rage Against Machine shit. It was crazy. It got to a point where it was dark and I couldn't see her anymore. So I don't know. I was like, <laughs> man, can you imagine how tense like her neck must be? Oh yeah, dude, she just, was just the whole time. Yeah, just no control. Fuck. Like one of those uh, the car wash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is good, y'all? You're listening to the Mind vs Muscle podcast. I am your boy Cody Boom Boom McBroom, and I am here with. You're supposed to intro me in. First of all, I want to let's let's address this because every time you always introduce yourself first, and I feel like that's that's very rude. How is that rude? I'm the one talking. What am I supposed to say? I'm hey, here man. with Theo Bowie, and you're yeah. listening to Cody McBroom. That sounds weird, bro. You just got to change. You got to get you got to get creative. Anyway, we'll work on it. But yeah, welcome to we'll my work first on podcast. <laughs> Trying to give me lessons right now. Bro. <laughs> I'm with my guy Cody Boom Boom McBroom, and yours truly, who's blessing the mic right now. Theo Bowie. I want to talk shit. I want to talk shit, but but that wasn't bad, bro. That wasn't bad. And it was polite. It was polite. Anyways, let's get straight to it. Well well done. Anyway, guys, we're going to do a a Q&A today. So uh, Michael is going to run off some questions for us. What do we got first, bro? All right. First up, can you be fit and unhealthy? Short answer, yes. But obviously, we're going to rant on this for a little bit. Um I like this one specifically just because really just because of Instagram, man. Like I, I hate seeing like, and, and I'm a big proponent of flexible dieting as I think you are too, just cause I think everybody has to live a little bit. Right. But I just feel like there's like a saturation of just people who are eating pop tarts, ice cream and cheeseburgers <laughs> while showing their abs. Yeah. And then saying if it, if it fits your macro. Right. And, this and, and, that, and yeah. let's be real. If you're dieting and you're in a calorie deficit, there's no way you're fitting half right. that shit in there. And what's happening to your arteries, bro? Like, so I think that 
you you absolutely I know there's a lot of people out there that are very unhealthy and and coming from somebody who has been on stage and gotten to a point where they were so lean that they became unhealthy and I didn't even eat shitty right so that's a whole nother thing it's like our bodies need body fat to actually remain in a like homeostasis right. in a comfortable position right so like cortisol's going crazy thyroid hormones going crazy testosterone's going crazy all that shit is happening in a negative way they're going crazy and then you slowly and slowly become more unhealthy but guess what you look good you got abs right and i think there's two different sides of the spectrum right so you on the other hand can stay very very lean and remain healthy right so i think there is a difference and you got to kind of uh feel your way through it but um well, I think I think like the social media thing is is, you know, what I mean, because that's always like people will always post or, you know, maybe I, I don't know what it is for for them. But, you know, for me, like if I mean, if you guys follow me on Snapchat, you, you've seen me post, you know, like, I mean, crazy shit. I mean, like I'm like in love with pancakes. Yeah. Right. And I've had so many different kind of pancakes. But at the same time, like, man, like 90 percent of my diet is clean like i eat yeah. chicken salmon uh broccoli brussels sprout like you know what i mean like yeah. i eat that stuff on like a daily basis but you know i do have those days to wear and that's that's most of what what i do post i mean i do uh i will kind of go on like a, broccoli are boring yeah you know it is mean? yeah and every day people are like man what the fuck yeah. unfollow this mother <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> <laughs> and like i think I almost wish like you would post a little bit more of that stuff because I think people do especially look at people like you, like your t genetic type, your body right, type, right. and think that you can just eat whatever. And you can definitely get away with more, but it's 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 good to know that you actually don't yeah, like fill your whole day with that, right? And a lot of those dudes that do post on Instagram this shit, that's the same thing with them. 90% of their diet is actually really yeah. good, right? Um, but again, and, and I'm guilty of it too. Like if you go to my website, I'm eating sushi and drinking beer, like right off the bat. And, and I think it's good marketing, right? Sushi. Sushi's the best, man. <laughs> but it's, it's great marketing because people can look at it and be like, you know what? I can have a life and I can still eat good right. and, and be healthy. And I actually think it's healthier because the stress related, like people try to get into, and we were actually just talking about this the other day. Cause we ran into somebody that has gained a lot of weight who had lost a lot of weight in the yeah. past. Right. Yeah. And like what happened with her that you think put her down that like bad road because i didn't coach her so i don't know well what i i know i know just from you know just from talking to her that it was it was some personal stuff um you know i'm not gonna elaborate right. on it but you know a, a lot of it and that's why everything and we talk about uh core four if, if you guys haven't you know followed any of like the warriors week stuff from from garrett j white you know we've We've obviously talked a little bit about that, um, touched on that. So body being balanced in business, the four areas of your life, instead of like uh, just talking about fitness and nutrition all the time, like, you know, actually looking at all dimensions and saying, okay, this is where I need to step my shit up right. or, or, and create balance in your life. Right. Like, I mean, for a long time, like I just thought that I was going to get into really good shape and that everything was going to take care of itself after that which wasn't the case. Like no. I spent so much time and energy there and neglected the other areas to where it ended up fucking me up. And you know, that's, that's essentially like how I hurt my back. It wasn't, it wasn't a lift. It wasn't a deadlift. It wasn't a squat that did it. Like I, I was literally walking and all of a sudden, you know what I mean? Like my back just seized up. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, it's crazy how much more that your mind can control your body, whether you believe it or not. Um, and, and can contribute to whether you're healthy or not. Yeah. Right. And, you know, hormone levels, like we were talking about how that, all that shit is getting crazy. And that, that's, I think 
really what happened, uh, you know, with this individual is, you know what I mean? Like, you know, her mindset completely got fucked, but right. you know, and, but I mean, kudos to her, man. She realized it. she hit me up and, and, yeah. and she's back in and training that's like with me the now. Best thing so. you can do, you know? Yeah. And I think the way I look at it with the core four is like, there's four pillars that are holding up our building and we are the building. Right. And if we don't have all four of those like stable, then we're going to crumble eventually. Right. So if, your personal relationships are all fucked up, then sooner or later, everything else is going to go. Which is usually the usually that is the case. Yeah. Because people forget and they get comfortable and they forget to really put appreciation and love into those relationships. And I always find that like, it's funny how that stress can, can make your body go to shit, your finances go to shit, all the other aspects. Right. But I think the same goes for nutrition, right? I know there's people that have great relationships. They're, they're making a lot of money, but they're unhealthy as shit. Right. And then that's what's going to crumble the rest of their life because something isn't in balance. Yeah. Um, so and the reason I brought her up is just because she went almost to a point where people you could look at what sh- they were doing from an outside perspective and assume that was healthy. And this is exactly how I was when I did my show. Um, everything I was eating was lean meats, egg whites, uh lots of veggies, you know what I mean? And I'm going low carb and I'm getting leaner and leaner. And it looks from an outside perspective when you see it on Instagram, he's got abs, he's eating clean food. He preps like all this Tupperware and shit that I hated doing all that stuff. Right. But it looks healthy. Mind you, I was under eating and slowly getting unhealthy. Yeah. Right. Then what happens when you get that result and you hit that goal is you pretty much fall off and you gain that weight back. Right. And because you've damaged these hormones, the weight will come back on that much quicker because right. your metabolism has downregulated so much that your body can't handle excess calories. So as soon as you binge, you store all that shit as fat. And I think that's why like long-term is that's like, to me, that's the definition of like actually being fit and healthy is creating a lifestyle that lets you span your goal. Instead of trying to hit a goal in a month or two months, make it literally like double whatever you think it's going to be at right. least right. triple it. You know right. what I mean? Instead of three go 12, like, Go the extra mile and take the whole year to be healthy and shit. Um, But getting a little off topic here, I think at the end of the day, like the best ways to stay healthy is just like you said, uh, the best rule is 80 to 90% of your, your whole, your meals, your food, your weekly, everything should just be like whole foods, real foods. So meats, not like protein powders and all that bullshit. And I think that's the biggest, like stay away from convenience. Right, because everybody just wants that quick thing that they can just grab and go, and and most of the time it's just full of processed shit. Yeah, and uh, whether it fits your macros, and this is where I kind of go back and forth, um, and and I know you don't really. Actually, I'd be interested to hear if you ever notice any changes with like I've personally played with everything and I've had my calories come from all whole foods, and then I've spent days still hitting my macros and calories and them not coming like 50% whole foods, 50% whatever I feel like, you know, like candy, anything. And did I gain weight? No. Did I look good? Yeah. But my performance slowly went down. My sleep slowly went down. And I don't know if you've ever played with those things or you noticed anything with your body. I mean, really for me, I've done, I've done the intermittent fasting. I did, uh, so how long I I did, I think I did that for about six, six months. Um, I did, macros um for about six months um which was actually uh the best for me um even though and 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 this is kind of like how how i did it i know that you know uh you know we talk about you know tracking and uh you know really making sure that our clients stay compliant with and that's how we you know as coaches kind of make sure and, and hold them accountable but for me man like like I, I know, you know, when I was doing it, like it took me about two weeks to, to really figure out, okay, this is what 
Uh, I'm going to eat pretty much on like a daily basis. Um, and you know, I, at that point, like I didn't need the food scale. Like I, I could like eyeball it at yeah. that point. And well, really, you learn and you become aware. Right. right. And that's what I always tell people is like, they, they get tired of tracking after a week or two. And I'm like, just do it for a month yeah. and like learn. And then you don't have to do it anymore yeah. because you learn how much stuff weighs. Like I don't weigh everything I eat because I just know about how much it is. Right. right. But um, at, at first though, because you know, when I, when I first came into vigor, actually when I, when I, uh, when I first met you and, and you were helping me out with, with programming and, and stuff like that, I think I was like, uh, fuck, I don't even remember what I weighed at that time. I think I was like around like 150 pounds. And at that point I was just eating whatever I could. Yeah. Right. And it, like every meal, it was pretty much to the point where I was like, man, if I take another bite, I'm about to throw all this yeah, up. Yeah. But you know what too is like, although like you did eat some junk food, but for the most part you were still eating, still and you eating were trying clean. to gain weight. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people, and that's actually even better example is people trying to gain weight out there that just eat anything. And they're like, calories are calories. Right. No, yeah. they're not right. You can't tell me that a donut is going to sit inside your body better or just as equal as the same amount of calories right. coming from sweet right. potatoes and broccoli and whatever right. it is. Right. And there, there's just no way. Right. But you obviously have to find that balance. Like we yeah. keep saying, I mean like, man, cause I'm a, I'm a big, like, you know, my, my whole mindset is when I have a, when I have a goal in mind, like I don't think about variety. Like I don't, I don't need it. Yeah. Like my every day at that point was, was I was doing the whole two eggs and to, or two whole eggs to, um, and I didn't even really, uh, you know, break it down. I ended up getting liquid egg whites and, and, and just pouring it in the pan. So yeah. I wasn't measuring it at, at one point, but, um, and then I would, so I would do that and then I would do sweet potatoes and like put them, like dice them up, yeah. put them in the oven and then put them in the, in the frying pan with like a little, uh, coconut oil or olive oil. That was my every day, yeah. every day. And it was like, but I would, I would make so much of it that it was, you know what I mean? Like I just saw it as kind of like a caveman yeah, feast, you know yeah, what I mean? Consistency though, yeah. right? Like whatever you could do to keep on point. Um, so I think like the difference between being fit and healthy is just kind of you can have both. But I think like to have both, you have to like dedicate to a long term thing. And I right. think that's the biggest thing. And and I think that people need to understand that you can be fit and not be healthy. Yeah. And you and you actually I see it out there all the time. Right. Um, you can't be too lean. And that's what another thing is like people will do a show. They'll take. 200 pictures i did it like and you have pictures for a long time you know what? as somebody who writes a lot it's great for content purposes right, right. so i still use pictures but people will be like damn man you're ripped and i let them know like no man like that was i was you know what i mean like i'm not that lean anymore because i, I feel like shit like yeah. that you know what i mean and people yeah. need to understand that um that has a lot of benefits from hormonal youth and then like real quick on the training end of thing i think I think a lot of people need to realize what's actually healthy because a lot of people try to go so hard and they smash their central nervous system or if they're constantly, and I see this a lot, like people want to test maxes like every week, every right, other week. Right. And it's like, you need to do that every four weeks at, at most if you're young, maybe every eight to 12 weeks if you're a little bit older or if you're getting, you know, 45 plus, you don't even need to worry about it. Cause yeah. like, what is that besides an, an ego number? That's what I was just going to say is I think it's more ego than anything. It's either that or they're just not educated on right. on program design or, yeah. you know, how to progress. And, and if you're a power lifter, I get it. Right. But you look at a power lifter, power lifters aren't very healthy. Why? They have inflammation head to toe from lifting and just grinding yeah, their joints, joints and shit. Just, yeah, lifting that out. heavy just isn't, is it's not safe on your tendons, on your joints. So I think it's important. Like eight to 12 rep range is probably going to be the healthiest for anybody out there, period, because it's safe on the joints. It actually gets your body movement and, and it's not over too much overload. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think I mean, I, I, do you have anything else to say on that one? I think we kind of 
Well, I think because what really goes in, and, and we talked about, you know, really kind of like the four areas, but, you know, goal setting, because you, you talked about having, you know, when, when you do have a goal in mind, right. And, and maybe it's, you know, lose 20 pounds and you think that it's going to take you a month because you saw some challenge on, on Instagram or whatever, right. like, you know, and, and multiply that by two or three. And that's about your, your timeline. And I think that's a, that's a, a huge, a huge point because, and I just, I'm just reflecting on kind of my own personal transformation to where I was 150 pounds. And my goal was to be 200 pounds, uh, sub 10% body fat, which is fucking difficult. And it yeah. took me, uh, like 16 months to, to do it. But that was like, I mean, dedication seven days a week, like, you know what I mean? Like crazy. And, and it wasn't just, you know, the, the whole nutrition thing. Like I was going to bed earlier, like yeah. my whole life changed when I set that goal. So I think that's what you have to keep in mind and, and really, I think, explore, you know, and, and write out to, you know, what that's going to mean. That's exactly what I did. And, you know, I wrote out, okay, in order to get to 200 pounds, what do I got to do? I know that recovery is huge now. Yeah. I know that my, my nutrition has to be on point. So I was spending, you know, 80% of my, my income was going to not only vigor, but it was also going into um, my nutrition. So like groceries, shopping, and yeah. stuff. you know what I mean? Cause my, you know, I was living with my parents at the time and they weren't, you know what I mean? They weren't shopping for, for my goals. Right, I had to right. go out and do my own. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of, of dedicating, I, I knew exactly what I had to do because I wrote all that out. I was like, man, you know, I got to be in bed by 10 o'clock in order to, to make this happen because this is how my day goes the entire day. I think day. it's hard so, for people I mean? to be that realistic with their goals. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, it there's plenty. Too because I was like, oh, shit. Like, am I at first I was like, man, like, am I really going to be able to do it? There's some sacrifice. Because, yeah, this is crazy. But like, my any, whole life. Anything you want is a yeah. sacrifice, right? Like, and I think that's the issue with people is like a lot of people can easily be in your shoes and be like, Oh, I want to weigh 200 pounds and be sub 10. I'm going to buy a gym membership and I'm going to eat good. Cool. But are right. you going to be like, okay, right. for the next 16 fucking months, I'm going to work at this. That's a long time, yeah. man. Like, and I wouldn't even advise anybody, anybody who's listening right now. Like I wouldn't even advise you to, to make, to make a goal like that because yeah. it's for most people, it's not sustainable. Yeah. Like I just, I think that I was just at that point in my life to where I was like, I just needed to make the yeah. biggest change. Yeah. And I think it kind of just came at the right time. You yeah. Know what I mean, on top of you entering the industry, I right. think it was perfect. You know right. what I mean? Because that's kind of accountability in itself. I think like, and, and a good example of this is I have five people, not including me, if I do it doing, um, that want to do a bikini and a physique competition in yeah. April. Yeah, that's dope. So that's eight months away, over eight months away. Right. So that's, it was when they, they, when they said something to me, it was 34 weeks away, which is a long time diet. And a couple of them don't really have that far to go. Um, and they were like, yeah, we want to talk to you, you know, like down the road and do that. And I was like, all right, well, if you want me to agree to coach you on this, we're talking now, we're going to start this next week. And they're like, what's eight, eight and a half months away. And it's like, exactly. Like, otherwise, you're just going to do everything we've been talking about this whole time. Right, We're right. going to get you really fit, but you're not going to be healthy yeah. at the end. The Fuck only up way, the metabolism. Yeah, the yeah, only way we can stay healthy yeah. all the way through and try to maintain some muscle, you know what I mean, is take that long period of time. Um, and, I mean, that's exactly what I'm doing. I actually just got off a, a call today with that dude that I told you I was talking about hiring. He, like, hit me back, and he said he wants to work with me and stuff. So, paid him and everything's going down for me so shit i might be stepping on stage so, so like how how massive is that because i think that if i was listening to this right now because i've heard it before in the past like every coach needs a coach right like yeah you know your stuff about nutrition you know about program design you know what it takes yet you're still hiring a it's coach. accountability man Boom. it's accountability it's crazy because 
it happened with me because actually this is good. I wrote an email about this the other day on my newsletter and it's like, I, I did my own programming. I was like, okay, if I'm going to get here, I'm going to estimate I should be at this weight. That means I'm going to have to lose about this much per week. And it was literally like, I'm going to lose a half a pound a week and I'm going to be ready two months in advance so I can slowly bring my calories back up into the show. So I'm healthy, like all this stuff. I had it mapped out. I was like, all right, week one, all I got to do is just be more on point with where my macros are at. And I'm going to add a little bit of cardio in, right? First week lost about a pound and a half. I think I was like, okay, I'm ahead of schedule, but that's fine. The first week you always kind of drop a little extra water or whatever. Uh, week two, uh, I went out Wednesday night and grabbed drink and was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Skipped cardio one day. And then I went to this wine tasting thing that weekend and went out to eat, right? All this stuff happened. Then I'm up a pound from where I even started. Yeah. So I was like thinking about it. Right. And I'm like, damn, like this isn't right. Like it's too hard to do your own shit. Like, like, am I pregnant? Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> you got me off guard with that one. Uh, I said, yo, because I thought you were going to say something Yeah, good. exactly. <laughs> That's exactly uh, how I was feeling. Anyway, anyway, anyway. So I've, I've been talking. So this is where it kind of, it sounds like I'm going to sidetrack, but this is relevant. So I've been talking about getting a guitar for a long time now, right? And, and my mom was like, why don't you just do it? Like, if you wait till you're 40, you're going to regret it, blah, 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 all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know what? So I hit up somebody to teach me guitar. And then I sat there thinking about like my week and I was planning my nutrition. And I was like, I want to learn guitar. So I hire somebody to learn guitar. I want to get on stage. I need to hire somebody to help me get on fucking stage. So then I was like, whatever. I just literally sat there right then and emailed this dude and, and I made everything happen. And I already know it's going to go way better because like you said, I have to report to him on a weekly yep. basis. It's accountability, man. And it's always good having an outside perspective. You know what I mean? Cause they can look at my program and be like, man, like you don't need to work on this body part so much. Like you just enjoy it. Right. 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 He better not yeah. take my bicep. Bro. <laughs> Cause that's my shit. Why do you have 30 sets of rowing exercises? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, no, that's a hundred percent true. So let's get on with the, with the next question. All right. The next one is what is your favorite recovery strategies? Mine personally is dry needling. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's, I think, you know, there's a, I think there's a big kind of, you know, political, uh, whatever you want to call it going on. Yeah. They're um, going through the ringer right now, man. Yeah. They like it's, it's, they, it right yeah, now. they can't do it in the state of Washington. Um, temporarily, I think temporarily. Yeah. yeah. Because I don't know exactly what's going win. on. The needles are different. Um, you know, it's a, it's a totally different practice than acupuncture. Um, exactly. I, but I think the reason is there's more acupunctures than there is dry needling guys. And it's, it's kind of, yeah, they're just outnumbered. Yeah. It's kind of just a voting game. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? But, but continue. But I, it, it's it's nice because like I'm I'm just wired tight. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. I have uh, you could pretty much touch any muscle in my body and I got I got trigger points. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah. in in my traps and and in my lats. I mean like you can touch them and they just you know they go crazy. So it's it's good for me because it allows those those points. So pretty much a trigger point is just a balled up. Uh, uh, tissue pretty t- much, yeah, yeah it's just balled up muscle tissue and what the needle does is you know they they kind of stab you with this needle <laughs> and it gets into the belly of the muscle and allows it it's to, so hard to like convince i know clients, clients yeah. are like, oh i got like, this pain i'm like oh yeah let these guys jab these like four inch needles into your arm yeah. it'll go really deep and they'll like and you're like what yeah. the fuck like, yeah some spots actually do suck yeah but for the most part like i mean 90 percent of the time like it's, and it depends it's totally if you're really fine. triggered up right too. right so yeah but i mean that's kind of that you know that's pretty much my favorite another one that's super relaxing which i haven't done 
probably in like, man, like six months. And it's actually, it's good that I'm talking about this right now. Cause now I've, I need to go, um, is Banya. Yeah. So the, this Russian bath, yeah, house. Russian bath house, which sounds super weird, yeah, even like more weird than weird, like bro. the fuzzy mic that <laughs> Michael's <laughs> got over here. But, um, actually you probably got that from Banya. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, there's like, you, we've done it before, yeah, right? So, like the so entire cycle. So, I mean, we, we start off in like this steam room, get a little sweat going, going to a hot sauna, which is like 250, 250 degrees. Yeah. And you got some, dry heat. yeah, you got some weird guy smacking you with, uh, yeah, that's with, the oak, shit that... with oak leaves or some shit Old or oak branches. <laughs> uh, yeah. I never got that done. Luca um, does it every time. Bro. Yeah. He, he does it every shit. time. Uh, I never done it. And then from there you go from 250 degrees to a 39 degree cold plunge yeah pretty much ice bath yeah and just shocks the living shit out of your body and like the first time i did it i was like ooh, i don't know and i made the mistake of mistake of uh dipping my toes in and <laughs> oh, yeah, you can't do that yeah bro. and i got you, you know what i mean my in. hair is short and like i thought i lost all my <laughs> hair i thought it just jumped off my body but yeah, I mean, you just got to jump in, and um, and then from there you go into a a, a room salt. temperature, yeah, salt bath, which is and but you, and then you stay there for about like twenty minutes and yep. like actually get back to loop temperature, yeah. and then we yeah, just let keep your body regulate. Cycle. Yeah, like if you can picture this, people like it's almost like every door is right next to each other. So like it's when like you walk, it's yeah, like circuit training. Exactly, dude. Like when you walk out of the, the sauna it's at the beginning, worse. you just turn, go right into this other one. When you walk out of the dry heat, you literally open the door, take two steps, and you're jumping a cold bath, like. Yep. It's crazy, but it like you, you kind of get like a high in there. Like it, it makes your, and I know it's like the central nervous system, just like calming the fuck down and stress relief, but you almost get this like euphoric feeling. And it's actually like, it's amazing, man. I, I love like your sleep after that. It's yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then going back to the dry kneeling, I agree with that. That's probably my number one. If I have a direct, like triggered up muscle or a direct pain, like if I have low back issue or anything, and if you guys can think about what foam rolling does imagine that times 10 because if it, we have a lot of layers of muscle tissue and foam rolling can help re temporarily relieve the top layers let's say but what if you have a balled up tissue um scar tissue triggered up anything at the very bottom the, the formula is just not going to hit it and these right. guys can get in there and do so so that's my favorite if, if i'm going like to a direct injury um i think banya is my favorite if i'm just overall kind of feeling fatigued yeah. you know what i mean um I think for me, actually, the float one tank. that, yeah, the well, the float tank I've only done once. It was it me was too. dope, but I think that meditation is, you know, for me is like the best because yeah. I mean, there, like, I'm thinking about my breathing, so I'm doing, you know, the diaphragm, the you know, the crocodile breathing, um, and you know, I listen to some weird uh, waterfall uh, type shit, yeah, and kind of just zone out and and uh, you know go through my mantras and stuff like that. So it actually you know just allows me to relax, which on yeah. a daily basis, man, is you oh, know. Yeah, and that's actually you know what if we're gonna pick like one single best form, I actually would agree with you because that's something like you said you can do on a daily basis. Because yeah. I only spend ten to twenty minutes sometimes if I'm in a hurt like if I have a lot of stuff going on, I'll just spend ten minutes. But like doing that daily literally does make the world of a difference. Um, and you can do it daily. I just think the float tank for me is like, if I've been feeling really overwhelmed or stressed for a while, like that, just like, have you had any like weird, like crazy, like experiences in, in the float tank? Um, I had, uh, like the first time, like the first 10 minutes I did, like I started kind of zoning out and I actually fell asleep, but you know, when you're in a situation and you, 
you dream, but it's like so real. So I'm in yeah. the water and I was dreaming. I was in water, but yeah. I was drowning. So I, I, I fucking panicked. Oof. So I woke up in that little, and then, see, and, even for me, and then like it's closed over yeah. in a pod. So you can't even see out of it. So you're in the <laughs> darkness. I'm like splashing. Dude, I, I was just, naked, gonna, I could just you know picture I mean? you like, just punching the shit out of this pod. And all you got to do is open up the latch I know, and right? pop it open. You're just beating so it up. I freaked out, but then I calmed down and I was like, okay, I'm not going to fall asleep. Like I, I just want to close my eyes. And I, I started going through mantras and then it was amazing, man. I, I did. I didn't have anything weird, uh, but you know what you see, like I memories. Think that's weird. And, like you feel like you're drowning. You're not really. That's weird. oh yeah, no, that was weird. But I'm saying after that, I was <laughs> yeah, fine. Okay. Like I had weird like images of memories and different insights and stuff like that, but nothing like crazy. Damn. But yeah, I've heard was, of. I've heard of people almost like getting into like such like a, a like almost like a euphoric state that they like body, start like, yeah like yeah. hallucinating. Yeah. I was like, whoa. And that yeah. was before I even did it. So I was like, I don't know about this. Like I've done mushrooms before. I was gonna I say don't, don't I, take mushrooms you know? before you go in the pod, people. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for me, like man, cause cause water, me and water just don't we don't, you know, we don't really vibe too well. It's <laughs> like it's it's in it's 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 just something uh, that runs in my family. You right, know what I mean? Right. My you know, we all sink. It was just Really? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I think our bones are made out of anamantium or something like Get that. The fuck out of here. Seriously, man, we we don't, <laughs> man. You, it's funny because my mom's like, you know, growing up, she was like, oh, just lay on your back and and just relax. I'm like, ma, I I can't relax. Like, like, how you gonna tell me? Yeah, I'm just stiff there. as a board. She tried to help me out and like support me and then let me go and I'm just, <laughs> 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 you know what I mean, struggling. But like in the flow tank, like. I was I was so nervous. I don't think I've ever been like I could go on a roller coaster. I've done the I five dive, which is pretty much like a free fall. Fuck that. I've done the that extreme scream or the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Like I could do any of that I can't shit. Do that, man. And I will not be nervous. But are you claustrophobic? No, I'm not claustrophobic. Like I, you know, like yeah. it, it's it's the water. Oh, okay. yeah. I yeah, pretty much aquaphobic. Yeah, but is that legit? I mean, it, hey, sounds, it is now. It sounds legit. It is now. We just made it a thing. I'm aquaphobic. But, like, <laughs> even though I knew there was all this salt in there and there's no way that I could, that sink. I could sink, yeah. I was still tripping. I'm like, I'm in this, I'm in this little pod, yeah. right? Like, and I'm about to get in a tank of water, even though it's got all this salt. Yeah, I was, see. I was nervous. So when I laid down, you know, it took me saying they got like this little tube in there that you can support your neck with. So I was on that thing, but it was stressing me out even more. And it was just making me super tight. My neck was just like, you know what Damn, I mean? Like, you just had an hour of just like. No, no. That was probably like the first like 10 minutes. And then my neck just started to cramp up. And I was like, all right, man. like You just got to <laughs> chill. Just chill the fuck out for a yeah. sec. So I take the thing off. And I'm kind of still like, you know, I got my arms, you know, <laughs> touching each side of the pod and shit. <laughs> so and, and I'm just like, man, there ain't no. So I, I let one hand go. And I'm like, all right, I got this. And I let the other hand go. And then my toes touched the <laughs> So I was like, man, you know, I just couldn't let myself relax for like the first like 10, 15 minutes. And then like I kind of just like forced. I was like, all right, just, you know, it's only it's not even that deep. It's like right. a foot of water. You know what I mean? So I was like, if anything, just roll over and do a push up or something. You know, you're familiar with that. And uh so, <laughs> this, Dude, this is, is hey, like this is the serious. most elaborate. Hey, this is why we need to start filming. This, this is thing. hey, it's it's it's, it's a real, it's a true story. So, and then I, I I turn over, or sorry, I didn't turn over, but like you know, I, I let myself relax. And I'm just sitting there and I'm floating, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like you know, this is. I wish all water was like this. You know, I'd be a champion swimmer. I'd be in the Olympics. <laughs> 
And uh, so I started going through my mantras and, and meditating and, um, and then all of a sudden, by. huh? Time flew by at that point, huh? Kind of. Yeah. I, I yeah, so I, I, I don't me. know. I don't know how much time had what? elapsed and they play music in there too. So okay, it was yeah. kind of like, it put me into that state where I was like, okay, like, so I turned the music off. Now, no, I, I needed, no, I, tried I, I didn't want to like, get in my own head I too to, much. See, that's what I was like. I went to try to overcome that. Cause back in the day, that's, that's what would have freaked All me right, out. Well, one water. step of baby steps, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got somebody who's uncomfortable with water. I'm not just going to turn the music <laughs> off and just, yeah, just, you know, sink or swim. No. Cause I know what I do. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so like, so anyway, I was going through my mantras and I was like, man, I was, I was relaxed. Right. And then all of a sudden, right. Like, I don't know how, or, or, you know, why I thought of it, but I totally forgot that I was in the float tank and I did not, I couldn't feel water around me. Yeah. So I felt like I was in space and like, I was just floating. That's the gravity. Assignment. So it yeah. was, I, it was pitch black. Like I had actually turned the lights off at that point. Yeah. Um, and so like when I, like in my eyes were open and, or at least I felt like they were open and you can't see nothing. Cause it's, it's, you're in a cl completely closed pod. Right. Right. And I was just like, and I panicked for a second. I was like, you know, I felt like no matter where, like I, I, I moved my hands or my, my feet, I couldn't touch. Like, I just felt like I was just floating in space and I was like, Ooh, we, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like this. And I just put my hands out and I was just trying to feel for something. And then I, I touched the sides of the pot. I was like, okay, I mean, I'm still in the pot. <laughs> I didn't know what had happened. I don't know if professor X got a hold that? of me. Huh? How long ago was that? That was, uh, that was February. Are you going to do it again? Yeah, I'll do it again. I need to do it again too. Cause like, so Afterward, because afterwards, after that, I was I was totally fine. I was gonna say like you you should have done it again sooner so you can kind of like overcome that and get more of the no, benefits. A, a, no, after after that, I was I was fine and like I mean I came out I was super relaxed. Yeah, yeah. I was crazy. See, relaxed. once I like had that little trip and I got back into it, like time flew by. Like it, it didn't feel like I was in there forever because I was able to stay calm. So is is water like your your fear? Like is that yeah, the, that's Crypt, the one kryptonite. Thing? Yep. See, heights are mine. yeah. Earth, you is, were talking about Earth is 70% kryptonite for me. <laughs> for real, because that's a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. And yet he slammed the brakes and stopped the car on the bridge. I know, right? Yeah, but, you know, it's a big bridge. Yeah. And I can swim to save my life. Please believe if, if I... I'm not dying. I'll yeah, walk see, on some water to get out. You're talking about the... I, I remember the I-5 dive, because that was at Wild Waves, Wild right? Waves, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty yeah. much... They, like, put you in a harness, and they, they pull you up by a string, like... How many feet or yards? It's or probably like, it's like uh, it's probably like seventy-five feet at or least, like and that. then they just drop you and you just yeah. swing right across. Yeah. And fuck that, man. Yeah. Heights. I never did that. I never done an extreme scream where they shoot you up. Anything. See, I actually like that one. The I five <laughs> dive. I was I, I was kind of tripping everywhere. a little bit, but I wasn't nervous about it. The only thing I was I was kind of tripping about because I was with my boy and uh, you actually you pull the thing right, oh, so or like you, you kind of release yourself. <laughs> And I was just like, nah, I can't, I can't do that. So, uh, I, I was like, you know, he was on my right and I kind of, I was just like looking to the left. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to know. I didn't want to, you know, get anxiety when, you know, I see his hand grab the thing. I was just like, don't tell me. <laughs> he popped it and we just, you know, it was fun though. Yeah. But it was man, kinda... I just watched Final Destination the other night and see, man, I don't, I, I never watched those movies. Like I've heard people describe them, but it like, oh, I never watched oh, dude, them because it, I, I just feel like it, it puts you into the worst state of mind. Every like daily, like someone went tanning and fucking was brutally murdered by the tanning bed. You know what I mean? And then so like, Man, I wish that I, really, I wish that really happened. Actually disposal. stay out of the fucking. Yeah. The garbage disposal. Corny. So I didn't choose this movie. She did, but 
we're watching and she's talking about going on the extreme screen soon yeah, yeah. and i'm like no i don't do that you just she, thought it was just gonna keep right. going up so and up they're and up and so up. they're no but they're on a roller coaster <laughs> in this thing they're at a theme park and they all start dying and shit she passes out and i'm like uh like just like watching this shit like the first time i ever seen that movie is crazy bro so what's the extreme screen what's that one hey you you're have all you been like, to the, have you been to disneyland or uh, Di- uh disney california, california yeah the, i've been into tower of terror yeah, so yeah, it's the same, exact same, same thing. thing. Well, what's the, what's the one that's like the slingshot? They like bring you down in the little thing. Oh, that's oh crazy. yeah, that's what they call it. They call it the slingshot. The they got bridge. that at the or the Washington State Fair now. Yeah. I've done that too. Yeah. That I'm about to go to the – I'm not doing that shit though. <laughs> There's a video where one of the sides breaks and it just crashes. What? Oh, see, never again. Yeah. yeah. yeah see, I, don't I mean, I've seen videos of people passing out, but that's – yeah. I like the video of the of – the, <laughs> you seen the kid? Oh, the fat kid? Yeah. He's like oozing out. He was like, ah! Garrett! I gotta see that shit. I haven't seen that. Uh, that was Cody when he was like 12. Come on, man. <laughs> Get my cheese, Karen. Yeah. I did eat hella cheese. Yeah, some Laffy Taffy in his hand. Just flew out. <laughs> uh, Alright, so best ways to recover, guys. Uh, dry needling, oh, yeah, Russian bathhouses, we and uh, meditation on a daily basis. I think we got time for one, one more. One quick question? Yeah, yeah. So I do have a quick question. Um, if I have a superset, is it important to do them in the order that they're written in my program, or can I change them up to fit my own yeah, variation? Yeah, boy. No, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't how it works. Uh, I, so, like, pretty much, like, when you – if you didn't understand the question, all he's saying is if you have a program laid out and you know, there's one, two, three, four, there's a certain order of operations. Now I know a lot of online clients I have struggle with this because they'll be training at LA fitness, 24 hour fitness, whatever you train at big box gym. And there's a lot of equipment being taken. Uh, so is it okay if like, okay, I'm starting with deadlifts, but all the squat racks are gone. All the platforms gone. So I'm going to start with my lunges. Then I'll come back when that's available. My, my, it's hard to say because if you're on a tight schedule, then obviously we need to change something, right? But my first reaction is to say no because the deadlifts are going to be the biggest lift of your day. They're going to take the most energy. They're the most, uh, the highest risk of injury, essentially, if you don't have good form, if you're not fresh for the lift. So if you go do a bunch of lunges and everything, come back, you're gonna, one, you're going to be tired, you're going to be weaker, and you're more likely to slip up on the lift and get hurt. I mean, that's my big thing. Right. And, and there's a certain reason why, like, at the beginning of your program, you start with a little bit less reps and you, you slowly increase that because fatigue, right? Central nervous fatigue, muscular fatigue, joints, everything. But there is some say like what I would suggest is if you had to do that, go lighter on the lunges yeah. or do body weight, yeah. get some blood flow in your legs and come back, right? And then maybe you come back for one more heavy set of lunges or something. Uh, but for the most part, I, I and I know at least for me speaking personally, when I write a program, there is a reason why I have everything in the exact order yeah, they are in. Same way. So I think the best thing to do is try to try to make sure that your protocol matches and, and find time at the gym where you don't have to switch things right. up. Or do like a different variation of the exercise or, you know, something that's going to target that, you know. Same the, muscles. The same Actually, muscles, you know, yeah. that's a very, very good point. I didn't even think about that, but that's really good. So if you had uh, a barbell bench press and all the all the barbells are gone you could Perhaps go to dumbbells. a dumbbell bench yeah. press you can go do a floor press yeah. um you can even essentially do an overhead press if you had to right and just and just focus on pushing in general right um so that's a very good cue um i mean like because if you think about a squat if you had a back squat on your on your program there's a million variations of squats you can do um, but for the most part you want to hit 
everything that's in the order that it's in. I think that's the big thing, right? Um, just for fatigue purposes, uh, risk of injury, everything like that. Um, but yeah, I think that's a pretty easy one to nail down. Boom. Done for the day, guys. We'll catch you next time on Mind vs. Muscle. Peace. If you love the Mind vs. Muscle podcast, want more free content, and you want to support the movement, share this podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review. To get your questions answered on the next episode, see the show notes for our social media handles and hashtag Mind vs. Muscle.